0: be a fun uh, a fun little exercise today yeah. because a live show
1: no yeah. pressure but all the pressure
0: half, half live show half pre-recorded
1: uh yep. i don't know if it's ever been done before unprecedented here <laughs> <laughs> we get a sneak peek <laughs> follow me on tiktok
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of stuff we do over here on nerds of the round table we are breaking new ground so <laughs> This is a whole new music to recorded before a live audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: In front of a COVID audience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, this is going to be fun, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, this is Nerds of the Round Table. I am, of course, Antonio Padilla with me, as always, rocking the Red Hood merch today. The Red Dog, Clifford Miller. And his live audience on TikTok.
1: <laughs> hey,
0: what's up? <laughs> Never been on the show anyways. And of course, Mr. Swagtastic Swag. How you doing, man?
2: Uh, out of breath.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, had to Had to take a run real quick before we started recording.
1: But, uh, made it back. I, like It's okay. We're not actually live. We're just live on TikTok. (laughs) No need to hyperventilate. Still just a normal show.
0: (laughs) Live, but we're not live. We're live, but we're not. You you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, of course, if you you, uh, don't know what's happening, uh, if you're listening to us on TikTok, or if you're watching this on YouTube and you may not understand the full (laughs) brevity of what's going on today, we are trying something out a little bit special. So Cliff's TikTok audience is being treated to uh, a live recording of this week's episode, which uh, if you're watching us or listening to us, you won't get to hear or see this until
1: next week. So, <laughs> And just that- randomly I'll be looking at the camera like waving. Hey, everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if you're watching this on YouTube and you see Cliff turn and wave to somebody, and you're like, what's he doing? He's, uh, he's giving some love to the TikTok audience. So... Uh, with that being said, we are recording on August twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. It is a Friday, and you know what, boys? We actually have quite a bit of news to get through this week. Surprisingly, shockingly, it's been pretty dry the last month or so, but we got some dope news. We're going to try something a little bit different today, since we're doing just everything different this uh, this <laughs> So I want to start with games this week. So, Swag, you're going to have to take us through this because, uh, am I saying this right, Swag? So, like, it's Gamescom, right? Yes. Right, that that happened. Uh, is it still ha- it's Still going on, right?
2: Uh, I think so. I could be wrong, but I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah, somebody on that. Uh, but, yeah, so we actually have quite a bit of video game content to get through. Cliff, we're going to start with something that I think all of us, I think we all saw it. Pretty excited for it. I'm talking about Marvel's Midnight Suns video game. That trailer. I am so hyped for this game. Even though it was happening, I don't know how it slipped under my radar, how oh, I didn't feel anything about it. But that trailer, the announcement trailer they dropped. Oh my God, blew my mind, I cannot wait. The the characters showed off in, you know, so, there was quite a bit of a lot of like, will get to that. But Cliff, what were your impressions of this about
3: video
1: ago? Yeah, so I'm gonna start this off by saying that I just loved how the game looked craft-wise. Like, visually, it was just amazing. Um, I love the fact that we're, like, teasing with Doctor Strange and we have Iron Man and just all the visuals that we get out of it. With uh, with It was just, I thought to me, it was, like, just the... I, I really hope that we're going to get the graphics that we got at least for the opening trailer because, obviously, we know they want to make them look really good. But this could be on the PS5 or the Xbox One X. Like, I am 100% with this game. Like, it's so good. <laughs> and I love the fact that we're finally getting an RPG-style game. I know, like Facebook had one for a while, where like you were a shield, shield, uh, SHIELD soldier, and you got to recruit uh, Marvel characters, and you got to like vamp them up. I know we've had like Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliances for that, but it's just, it's just cool to see this now in the new consoles and the new generation. We get to try all sorts of new stuff, so I, I'm, I'm very hyped for this.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. It, it, the presentation looked incredible. It looked amazing. Um. I have no no gripes there, but yeah, I, I I like you. I'm hoping that when the game actually arrives, it does look as good as this, if not better. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: but yeah, oh, no, I think it looks great. Um,
2: which on I that, know. I would yeah, I would like to like uh, kind of tell both of you guys if you didn't know, there is going to be an actual gameplay reveal on Wednesday, so yeah. we'll actually get to see what it looks like. Uh, but aside from that, I'm like super. I was already hyped when I saw Ghost Rider, and then Blade. Like that was all I needed. Yeah. I remember I was just I was I, I was taking a nap at the time that it was happening. The stream. I woke up and I got a bunch of messages from somebody, and they were just telling, like blowing me up, telling me a bunch of stuff. And I was like, okay, I need to see this for myself. It wasn't the Marvel thing that they were telling me about. I caught that just because I'd opened up the stream. And, like, the first thing I saw was Ghost Rider. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I watched all the way through. And, yeah, I, I cannot wait to see what this game is going to play like. Because you already sold me with the list of characters you've got. And yeah. even the developers behind the game. Like, I know... Because they did XCOM, and I have played XCOM two, and I did like it. Uh, but from what I can, what I managed to hear and read, it doesn't seem like they're going to be doing the same thing. It seems like it's going to be very different from XCOM, so it's probably not going to be an RTX game, which is fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. it's. It, I think I read the same article uh, with the interview that you did because they said like uh, Midnight Suns will not be sharing. Any like gameplay mechanics or anything as XCOM? Yeah, At Midnight Suns will not be sharing anything. with XCOM, So that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I, I I did know that there was going to be an actual gameplay demo soon. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, man, I, I I'm into it, man. I'm into it. What are you anticipating from the game, slide?
2: <sighs> I don't know, just something that isn't Avengers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, Like, just (laughs) a a good Marvel game, you know, just to play and sink time into. That's all I want. (laughs) But also, to be fair, kind of ignoring, like, that joking thing, like, I just, I would love to get more into, like, the occult side of Marvel and, like, the, you know, darker characters, like the magic characters. I want to get into that side of Marvel again, because I know that that's mainly what Ghost Rider was about. Same with Blade. And even doctor strange like i love all of those characters because that's the type of stuff that they dealt with and i love that that's what this game is about and i can't wait to explore more of that
1: well i was gonna say i love that tease of magic like just watching her run with the blade i was yeah. like bro, like i'm so hyped like i'm so hyped seeing her back like just as a character in the games because you know, I remember, like the, like I was saying, like with the Facebook game, like Magic was the character that you could actually unlock in the game if you like did certain missions. So to see her brought back into this world, like, bro, like I'm in. And not even that, I just love the fact that you can get the Night Stalker Blade costume because that's yeah. that's lit. Like it's yeah. on another level of awesome, I can't wait <laughs> to get my hands on.
0: Cliff, you, you, you hit the nit. Like that was the moment in the trailer that set me, I, when I saw Magic, I lost my mind. I was like, oh, let's go! Like, yes! <laughs> and the trailer already had me. But that moment when you see Magic, and, yeah, she's got the sword and everything, and I'm just like, bruh. Like, all right, take my money. Take all my money right now.
1: You know what, <laughs> what
0: I
2: mean? <laughs> also, I can't that. go wrong with Enter Sandman.
1: Right. Yeah. I love <laughs> the fact that, like, towards the end, too, like, you get the Hellhound that's just, like, chilling on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like this it's like a, it's it's like a, it's like an mcu movie where they're just like hey stay tuned to the end of the trailer and you get to see a sneak peek of something new and you're like oh hey oh hey
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah that was pretty awesome i love that moment i also love uh oh, what was i gonna say okay so uh like you know swag you you kind of mentioned it but you know it, it, all in all in good fun but the thing i want to mention is like you know when that Avengers game was announced and we were looking at it, you know, like, we all kind of had issues with, like, the character designs, right? Yeah. Like, no thank you, not feeling it. This game, I feel, kind of took the approach of, like, it's not going to be the MCU people, but, like, they nailed the looks of the characters. And this is what I'm yeah. talking about. like Doctor Strange looks like Doctor Strange. He doesn't look like Benedict Cumberbatch. He looks like Doctor Strange. Blade looks like Blade. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And this is what I'm talking about when I say, like, you need to, to, if you're not going to have, like, the faces from the movies or whatever that everyone's familiar with, you need to at least just capture the essence of the characters as they've been presented in comic books or animation or whatever for however many years, however many decades. And I feel like this game, from what we've seen so far, does that beautifully. And, yeah, like, I looked at Blade, and I was like, that's Blade. I saw Doctor Strange. That's Doctor Strange. You know, and it, like, it, I, there was never a moment where I was like, Who's a, who is this person? You know what I mean?
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so I feel like they really nailed that. And, uh, yeah, it just had, uh, look, I'm super hyped, man. I, don't, I honestly don't know what else to say. Like, at Swag, you nailed it. I'm, I'm excited to get into, like, the darker side of the Marvel Universe with characters like Blade and and Ghost Rider and Doctor Strange, you know, the way Doctor Strange should be presented in live action. That's a conversation for another time. I feel like we talked about that a lot. (laughs) We have.
1: (laughs) But I also um, like that they didn't exclude, like, they, they did bring in familiar characters as well because, you know, yeah. you will get Iron Man, you will get Captain America, you will get Wolverine, you're going to get Captain Marvel. So you'll get the familiar characters that you've been associated with with the MCU, but then you're going to also get all these expanded characters that you've just never seen before. And you get to actually experience what it's like running with them versus, like, what we got with that Avengers game. Because, you know, I don't want to shit on the <laughs> game, but it it is what it is. Like, that trailer made me, like, that trailer – there's never been a game out that I've, like – when I watched the trailer, I'm like, you know what? Nah, but when that Marvel trailer came out, I was like, you know yeah. I can pass on this. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, <yeah>, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Okay, so j- these are kind of like... what I know Cliff probably saw this uh, interaction on Twitter, uh, on my Twitter page, and, but I got to bring it up because like, I feel like it's something to talk about because it's, it's, it kind of shows how certain fans... Obviously, haven't kept up with the mythology in however many years, but there was some. There was someone on Twitter who was talking about Ghost Rider and the design of Ghost Rider, and they were like, "What the? What is this? This is not my Johnny Blaze." And I was like, "You're right. That's not Johnny Blaze. That's Robbie Reyes." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I think he looks fantastic in this game, man. Like they nailed that it like the design of the skull, the way the fire comes out of it, looks just yeah. like this in the comic book, and. Uh, swag you were saying like when you see them in sort of their i don't know what they call it but like the mystical armor or whatever yeah like, The ruins on his his gear and stuff it was really cool i mean and it goes for all the characters as well but like i think that that was a great choice and yeah man i'm super hyped about this like
2: the yeah. The double was, the Yo, yeah double whip with chains yeah double whip i was
3: like yeah <laughs>
2: I'm so that's hyped. The, that's the shot that I caught when I jump, jumped into the street. I just saw him, like, whipping <laughs> the chains. I was like, what is this? And then it got up to the skull, and I was like, that's Ghost Rider. What the? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That's it, it. Look, man, this game looks amazing, and I can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, do we, Swag, do we have any sort of estimate? Do we know? I mean, obviously, it's probably not coming out this year. Is it 2020? Yeah
2: March. I did, yeah, March 2022. Yeah, I remember because I read that. <laughs> I read March 2022, and I was like, Oh, well, I know what I'm asking for my birthday.
1: <laughs> I know what I'm asking for on Kira's birthday. Blow out that candle, but you better wish for this Marvel game. That's all I'm telling you. Midnight Suns. That's what you want. You and Nina. <laughs>
0: And you're like, look, this is what you're wishing for, all right? Uh,
1: so. <laughs> you want to have another birthday next year? You better wish for this game this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that they also gave us, like, a realistic date and they put it out there for March of 2022 because, um, like, the Avengers game, remember, the Avengers game was, like, coming out in September and they dropped the trailer in, like, June and we are like, trash! Yeah. Throw it away because it's not looking good. <laughs> it look good. And... Uh, No, they did delay it, so... But I'm also throwing off that 2K is associated with this game because they're in some hot water right now with WWE. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, not great stuff happening in the gaming world right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if you... Look, I don't want to get too deep into this because, again, like, we're trying to have good times here. We're not trying to bring everybody down. But, Swag, did you see what happened over there at Blizzard in the overwatch
3: yeah. like
0: they're, re- they're renaming mccree because yeah. he was for someone
2: at the company who's
0: not a great person so yeah
2: <laughs> yeah i read that story and like just again like just to make it quick i was like oh man i'm like well i hope they make his new name cool
1: <laughs> I hope it's yeah. like
2: some really sick code name or something
1: well i mean yeah something like that you could be like WWE and cut out half your roster and that was the half a roster that was supposed to be associated with 2K and now they're like well we have to delay the game till March of 2022 and we're like yeah because that's what happens in wrestling <laughs> like the organization was just like we don't even need half of these guys and that was just a half that they were like well these are your most popular wrestlers like yeah well suck it now you're going to have to make a whole new game <laughs> with a bunch of other people <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The gaming
0: industry has been really sort of up and down recently. It's hard to to talk about certain things because you know, again, like, I want to be informative, but I also don't want to bring people down. So it's like do we talk about this? Do we not talk about this? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Like,
0: like, did you want to give a quick uh, shot? Do you maybe want to quickly talk about that Call of Duty announcement? Because you know like i feel it's worth mentioning that you know like they brought out like laura bailey as part of the cast. you know she's someone everybody loves you know she's fantastic super talented uh but it's a franchise that everybody's sort of like you know so
3: yeah
2: i don't know did you have anything
0: to say about that swag or do you want to just keep moving uh
2: well yeah i mean like i might because like i might as well say what i said to you when we were talking about it like it's that thing where Like I I wasn't like you know oh like whatever like you know get out of here but it was more that thing about oh hey it's Laura Bailey I stayed for a bit and then when they got to gameplay I just left (laughs) yeah (laughs) like and I popped in for like a quick second I saw something and then I left again uh but also they're they're having that alpha right now it's yeah I did see gameplay for it. It looks interesting, but I still don't think I'm going to buy I'm probably going to play the alpha, but I'm probably not going to buy the game. <laughs> but it's also, like, nothing to get, like, super upset about and start yelling at people. Like, just whatever. Yeah. You don't like it, you don't like it. Move on. You don't need to be an a about it. True. True. I,
0: I feel like that if-, if if anyone over on Cliff TikTok who's watching this right now, if you're going to take anything away from this show and how we sort of conduct ourselves, it's like, you know you can like things that we don't like we can like things that you don't like and that's totally cool you know yeah. I mean, it's totally cool you know just as long as we can be civil civil about it and then we ain't gonna have any problems that's all it is have right. yeah 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 no i just wanted to bring that up because you know it was it was sort of a big thing like i said i i didn't even see the the trailer or whatever i just knew that laura bailey was involved and that was they announced her involvement there at the con and and I was like, "Oh, Lord, ben, cool! I love her." Uh, and then I was like, "Oh, Call of Duty." All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no, I just, I just wanted to bring it up real quick. Um, the other thing I want to talk about from GamesCon before Swag gets into something that I know he's super excited about. So, I believe it was early this year, or maybe it was late last year. I can't remember. There was a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game announced: Shredder's Revenge. Um, and it's like a cl- it looks like the classic arcade video games, you know, 16-bit style, beat-em-up, side-scroller. It looks awesome. Can't wait to get my hands on this game. Unfortunately, it has been delayed until next year, but we did announce this week at Gamescom that April O'Neil will indeed be a playable character in the game, in addition to the Turtles. And they revealed some dope uh, gameplay footage. It was a trailer, it looks amazing. I, again, I'm still super hyped for this game, man. Like, I love this stuff, man. I, um, I love those old arcade Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video games, man. Like, those are some of the best times of my life playing those games. And even recently, uh, like a year or two ago or something like that, you know, like Walmart had those uh arcade cabinets that you could buy, and they had one set up that was a demo version, and it was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game. I would sit there and play those, you know. <laughs> whenever I bombed into Walmart to go pick up something or whatever. I am going to play some Ninja Turtles real quick. That's still super fun. So, obviously, when I saw that this was a game that was coming, yeah, I'm super hyped, super excited. Can't wait to get my hands on it. And the fact that they're making April a playable character in this game is pretty dope. I don't think she ever was in previous iterations. I might be wrong. But uh, it feels to me like this is the first time she's ever been playable, especially the way they announced it. So, look, here for it. I've been here for it. I'm still here for it. Uh, Cliff, what do you think about this?
1: Um, I like the fact that she's giving hands with the camera. Like, <laughs> <laughs> people with a camera. Like, I was like, that's awesome. I was like, you know, it's very much appreciated. I was, uh, I'm very hyped about this game. Like you said, it's that side-scroller that we're all very, very accustomed to, like, back, you know, from, like, early 90s, even mid-90s, and I say that knowing that we're Not really now that old, but I'm very, I'm very hyped to see what we're getting with it. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm all about this life. So I can't wait. Right on. Swag, what about you?
2: Oh yeah, definitely excited. Uh, cause I, you know, I watched that trailer all the way through and like me, like I've been playing the, the Scott Pilgrim video game again and, you know, getting into like that old school side scroller, you know fighting fighting games like it's good it's fun like i love it i enjoy it it's it's great to have something arcadey to play it's always fun it's always interesting mixes up everything that you know we've come so used to now in gaming first person shooters and all that like it's just nice to kind of go back to basics you know uh and even like you know having teenage mutant ninja turtles be like the focus of this like yes, I'm all the way in because I I love the Ninja Turtles. Like, they're still one of my favorite. Like, it's one of my favorite franchises ever still, and I don't think that's ever going to change.
0: Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. I, I think you nailed it, man. Like, that's why I'm super excited about this game. It's, like, it's an IP that I, I've loved my whole life. It's a style of video game that I grew up playing, Cliff and I grew up playing. And, you know, like you said, like, um, the Scott Pilgrim versus the World video game was really re-released this year. And yeah, like playing that again, it reminded me of just how fun those old school beat em ups were. And so just to be able to return to that. As yeah. specifically Ninja Turtles is, is yeah, I'm super excited, man. I can't wait for this game. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited. Um again, unfortunately it's been delayed until twenty twenty two, but hey, so long as they deliver a, a great experience and a great game, I'm cool with it though. Side
1: question, though. If you could have an IP be a side-scroller that they bring back, what game would you like to see?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. I hadn't even really thought about that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to stick with in, in this vein. Uh, X-Men. Okay. I think it's one of the X-Men. Like, I, I know there were a few of those back in the day, but I would love to see a new version of that you know 90s animated x side side-scrolling beat-em-up you know wolverine cyclops or whoever you know gambit whatever put all those characters in a in a retro side-scrolling video game i'm there Br- bring it back give it back to
1: me
3: that's what I, that's what, I'm <laughs> what
1: about you man i know that i know they haven't had they i don't know if they've had this Per se, so it would be something new, but still something very familiar for all of us. But I want to see like a Justice League beat em up side scroller. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was going to say that, but I was like, "Mm, that's too predictable. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll take it the other way. I mean, but like, think about like how cool it'd be. Like, okay, so remember how like in X Men, right, when you had Nightcrawler, he would zoom across the screen and stuff because he was like teleporting. But just imagine that being Flash. Like, (laughs) <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would
0: be dope, man. That would be so dope. Yeah,
1: I'd be down for that. Give me that That's game, too. I was like, let's call it Justice League Saving Superman. So that way you can't be Superman. You got to be everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm down for it. Yeah. I want a high-scroll <laughs> mission where, like, Aquaman's, like, trying to call fish, but, like, nothing's coming until you hit that one water level, and then all the animals come and like, join. <laughs>
0: The the one water level.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One water level? I need that in my life.
2: Playing Aquaman actually makes playing the water level bearable.
3: (laughs) Damn it. I'm I'm with it.
0: I'm with it. I like that. You can even get like a dope flying level like with Wonder Woman and her invisible jet.
1: I'm down. But could you imagine like Imagine though, like you're flying right with the invisible jet, but let's say let's make a multiplayer, right? And then you have Batman with the Bat jet, and you guys like working together. Oh, I just, uh, you know what? Nah, it's got me. It's got me. Or you be a Green Lantern, you're just like flying through Martian Manhunter, like you're all, dude. This game would rock. Yeah. Look, WB, we want some kind of credibility for this. Just just put <laughs> us in the game. <laughs> Just use our likeness. <laughs> I don't have to have any superpower. I can just be a side character like this. <laughs> you just want <run> to background <laughs> cheer. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Crap out of that guy, baby. Just make sure it says red dog somewhere so that way I know yeah, it's me. Like on his
3: shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's got the hat. He's got
1: the hat. It says yeah. Red dog. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want my character to just do this, right? Like, <laughs> the Chun-Li. <Lee. laughs> That's what I want. That's all I want in my life. Like, I feel like this would be an awesome thing to do in a side-scroller. Like, just watching Batman beat up people and just me in a background like this.
3: <laughs> I mean, uh, Cliff, I
0: think you're on to something, man. I'm we are going to gonna have to pitch this game to some people. <laughs>
1: And Boone, we know we know you follow me on on Twitter.
0: <laughs> and Boone, we know you're listening. Flag, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: what what, about you?
2: what would your uh your side? Yeah, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I don't know what what would lend itself really well. And I was like, you know what? Like going to like classic franchises and stuff that I love that would actually be really cool. uh, Star Wars. Like, let's do Star Wars.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some Jedi action.
2: Yeah,
1: that would be so fun. Like I'm what thinking, if you could like be the other side out. Like you could be the Sith.
2: Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, you do like a whole dark side, like <laughs> game instead. Like you just kind. Yeah, that would be fun. Cause then, and like to be fair, I have more fun playing the dark side characters in Battlefront anyway. <laughs> 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 it's just also. so fun to like play Darth vader and just freaking choke people and you know it's just so fun to like be the bad guy
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm with you it's funny that you brought you thought it because awesome uh just before I was like swag would but in my head I was like you know it would be cool and this is something swag grew up on and I know a lot of other people did but like adventure time oh yeah you know? <laughs> Jake just adventuring through you know what I mean side-scrolling adventure with Finn and Jake. You could get, like, uh, some of the princesses in there as well. Like, that, I, that'd be fun. That was just an idea I had.
1: That would be fun. No, I want Teen Titans Go! <laughs> That's, like, the perfect mix right there!
2: Like, Cyborg or Beast Boy defeat somebody with waffles.
1: <laughs> oh my god, let's go! At some, point, at some point, though, you have to play the Pac-Man level, and you're, a uh, and you're Raven and you gotta go through and eat all the (laughs) balls to beat the level. Bruh, this fits perfect.
0: (laughs) Why is this not a game? (laughs)
1: Here's here's the best one, right? Here's the the fun part. You are Beast Boy and you're running down the tunnel and you gotta collect the rings but you gotta dodge the bombs. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Yo! I need this game now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think about that.
3: Yo, that's oh, no backs, though, man. Oh,
0: yeah. That's awesome.
2: <laughs> be so fun. Somebody work really? on this, like, now.
0: <laughs> Somebody get this out- off the ground right now. <coughs> oh,
1: that's amazing. Warner Brothers owns these characters, man. Like, how can we not get a side-scroller for Teen Titans Go yet? Goodness, man. It's amazing. This is a great
0: idea, because we got to get a hold of some people. I'm telling <laughs> you. I just...
1: <laughs> I, Cl- I, and I want Greg Sites to come back and do the voice of <laughs> people. <laughs> yes.
0: Just pitch two really great games right now, man. I feel <laughs> like... <laughs> that's awesome. Love it. Love it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen who are watching, uh, let us know what your ideal side-scrolling, retro side-scrolling uh, beat-em-up would be. <laughs> All right. Um Cliff, I kinda wanna check in with uh with, with the live audience. Are they saying anything? What do we got?
1: Uh we've got some people just saying hi and stuff like that. Like we got some people from North Carolina. What's up, North Carolina? Uh we just got a couple people saying, Hey, how are you? Like normally I would address you guys and talk to you, you know, face to face, but I cannot because we have the show going on. But thank you guys for joining us and hanging out with us and if you guys have questions, we can actually answer your questions live while we're here. So you guys go ahead, type in your questions, but we're here just talking about video games and movies and you know, TV, so and trailers. So yeah, throw your questions and we'll be able to answer them.
0: All the big pop culture news from this week. That's that's what we're talking about. Alright, so uh, swag. Like I said, I know there was one other thing that was unveiled at GamesCon that I know you're super hyped at. Look, I'm super hyped about it as well. I saw that trailer. I'm into it. Yeah. Even though it's a franchise, I have a bit of experience with I am very well aware of it.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Delved into it. But, Swag, go ahead. Let everybody know what it is you're super excited about.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I have been a huge fan of. Uh, the franchise Saints Row, uh, for a long time. I've played all of them, and that was like a thing that I had realized recently. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, I have played every single one. I have my favorites, and I have the ones that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but, and and kind of, we've been like, if you're a fan like me of Saints Row, and you've just been, you know, sitting here waiting for a new one. And it's been a while, you know. It's yeah, been, a been like yeah, like five years, I think they said. Uh, like- yeah, and only recently we started to get teases of a new game, and that Gamescom We finally got uh, a trailer for the game, uh, and it it's a reboot. <laughs> and I will <laughs> say. A lot of people were not happy with it at the, like, you know, when they revealed it. But I think that was a, I do understand because I was watching like their presentation and I feel like they kind of, they could have done a better job at communicating, but in either way, I was still excited. Uh, That trailer got me hyped and even just the little pieces of gameplay looks so fun uh, I even, I even, I brought this up to Antonio. Like it's, I I, I watched the trailer and I was like, hey, this kind of looks like uh like the one GTA knockoff game from Wreck It Ralph. Uh, Ralph yeah. breaks the internet. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah he, he did, and I I watched it and I was like, oh man, it does look like. This. <laughs> <laughs> but like, not even in a bad way because yeah, it was. Like in I, a- and I was like. Yo, I'm actually kind of into this. I don't what it was until uh, the title. It was over and the title came up, and I was like, "Oh, this is that new Saints Row." All right, like yeah, like I I know the franchise. Like I'm aware of it. I don't think I've ever played any of them, um, but I saw this trailer and I'm like, "Yeah, this I I might check this out. I might pick this up, give it a play, especially since like you said, it's it it is a reboot. So it's like."
2: Yeah, no need to play the older ones.
0: It's just, yeah, this is something, like, for me, like, it, I looked at this and I got kind of, I'm interested and I'm excited about it. So, like, sure, I could just jump right into this one without having to have any prior knowledge. And I'm sure it'll do that thing where it's like, yes, if you are well-versed in the previous iteration of it, there's probably going to be some Easter eggs in there for you. Yeah. But well, it won't detract from your enjoyment if you don't get it. So... Yeah, man. Look, I saw this. I like it, man. I'm into it. I'm probably going to check it out when it drops.
2: Yeah. And I do, real quick, because I do want to get, because I'm wondering about Cliff, but real quick, uh, I do want to mention, if you were very confused and kind of worried like I was at the beginning, like I said, they didn't do a very good job at, like, uh, communicating. Uh, and if you were worried that there wasn't going to be character creation, like you were going to be able to freely mold your character and make them the way you wanted them to be, uh, its character creation is in the game. In a gameplay trailer that they dropped today, going more in depth on everything, they did say, they did show off, actually, a clip of the main character, the boss, uh, shifting. Through different variations that I'm assuming the devs have created on different playthroughs of the game, uh, so that's a thing. So don't worry about it. <laughs> but that aside, Cliff, what do you think? Like, have you been at all? Like, have you known about Saints Row at all? Are you excited for this at all?
1: So I stopped playing Saints Row once, like the dildo gun actually became a thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do remember I that.
3: Totally
1: Uh, but no, I am excited for the new, I am excited, I like that, to be honest, I thought the thing that caught my attention most was the animation. Yes. Uh, like, just the character design looked really fluid, I was very hyped about it, I loved it looked a little more cartoonish versus, like, like, they're actually trying to make, like, people look into it. So yeah, I mean, that was, like, the biggest takeaways I took from, like, that trailer itself. Um, and I, I, I do, I don't mind that there's a reboot for this game, but I was just like, Man, it's like it feels way too soon to have a reboot for a game <laughs> like this. Yeah. Just imagine, like, if Call of Duty was like, "Hey, man, we're gonna do Call of Duty remake." <laughs> like, <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> like, just. <laughs> we're,
2: gonna start, we're, gonna get, we're gonna start from square square one. We're gonna do Call of Duty again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <more to> do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um. Don't say Vanguard, that doesn't count.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up. No, yeah, it, it does kind of leave me... You know, you're not wrong, Cliff. Like, I, I do have a bit of... Like, Swag, maybe you can help us out here, but, like... Is there is there any particular reason why they decided to reboot the franchise, or, or what? What's yeah, going on?
2: I was gonna... Because, like, yeah, Cliff, like, if you, you jumped off on, like, Saints Row 3, right? Like, that's the last one you played? Yeah. yeah. Or... Antonio, I know you know about 4 because me and you, like, laughed about it so much, and that's where I found out so much about, like, great movies from the past and stuff. Uh, They live, being one of them. Uh, (laughs) But that one, that one in particular, the way that that ended, Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of, and even, because if you really get into it, the way that that ended, Earth was destroyed. Uh, and the, they kind of hinted at a time machine thing at the end of it, and they were like, oh, well, let's go back in time, uh, which, you know, still kind of on Uh, the comedic cartoony side of the, (laughs) of that, that version of the game. Uh, and then followed by that was Gat Out of Hell, which Johnny Gat went to hell and killed Satan? (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: And and Nathan Fillion was God, and they made a deal. <laughs> That's great, yeah. And then Agents of, Ma- which people don't count that in the time, but that I the way that I look at that game when I did play it, there's no way that game is not in that timeline because it legitimately takes Johnny Gat is in that game, and the when where you find him is exactly where his story ends after making that deal with God. So I think because fans weren't very happy with Agents of Mayhem and Get Out of Hell, I think it was kind of necessary that they had to go and do a reboot. Because, like, well, they don't like that we're doing all of this weird time travel stuff. Like, maybe we should just start from scratch. <laughs>
1: hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we reboot this game yeah. at the beginning and hope
0: it works. <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah no 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 I, yeah i guess that makes sense uh yeah i mean i can see how that would happen but i don't know man like either way like i said i i saw this trailer and i think i think it looks pretty good i think it looks cool definitely going to give it a shot
3: and uh yeah
0: do we have a release yeah. date on this yeah now that's of
2: of next year so soon. Hopefully I'm hoping it doesn't get delayed. I hope that they've got it at a point where they're like, Yeah, we can make this. Let's announce it, you know?
1: <laughs> and now I'm kind of I'm kind of upset because now that you said that, now I'm looking back I'm like, yo, they totally teen tightened us. <laughs> we didn't get the audience response that we wanted, so we'll just reboot this and make this look more kiddish, and then we'll try to bring that audience back. <laughs> We we totally got Teen (laughs) Titans.
2: No, to be fair, I haven't... I think this one's, like, a bit better when it comes to, like, tone. It's still kind of, like, got its humor, but I don't think it's, like, dildo bat humor,
1: you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's a fair assessment.
0: No, yeah, like I said, like, when I was watching the trailer, I wasn't even sure what it was. Yeah. Um, Because it felt... It, it didn't feel like what you know, like it to, to me, like I said, to my knowledge of the the Saints World franchise didn't really feel like that. so I wasn't sure what it was. and then the I was like, oh okay, so I can see where it is, but yeah, no, I, 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 I agree swag. I think like the tone of the trailer really sets what this game is gonna be. yeah, oh, so, and that's cool. so yeah. Um, any final thoughts on this swag that you want to share, or any last information before we move on?
2: Um, no, no I believe that is it. Yeah.
0: All right, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's GamesCon coverage, and that's going to be our games segment for today. So, uh, yeah, there it is. Um, let's move into. Hold on. Now, get in. What's up, Cliff?
1: I was going to say. If you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't seen it yet, go check out Forza 5, because that trailer also came out, and God bless, I'm just going to put it out there, the most beautiful game I have ever seen. Oh, I know. <laughs> Period. I've seen, like,
2: all the, the promotional for it. It looks really good. <laughs> like, oh. visually, it looks stunning. <laughs>
1: That game is ridiculous looking. I love the fact that we start off with the Ford Bronco as well. We drive to off roads, we go into racetracks, we go into dirt tracks, we got rally cars. If there's a vehicle that you wish that you could drive, play the game, unlock it and you get to drive it. But God, man, the handling in the game and as well as like just the the graphic side of it and the, the AI side is just so crisp, it's so clean. I'm just, I'm super excited. I cannot wait to get my hands on Forza.
0: Right on. Right on. Thanks, Cliff. Thanks for bringing that attention. Uh, I actually have not seen it, so I'm going to check it out later. But yeah, awesome. Nice, man. Nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the news. The news proper, the original show. Uh, yeah. We've got some trailers. Let's talk about them. Uh, we got a new trailer for The King's Man. Now, let me start out by saying this. The movie was supposed to be out last February. Um, <laughs> I'm still salty about that uh look i'm still really really hyped for this movie i enjoyed this trailer but at this point i'm sick of waiting for it so just hurry up and give it to me you know what i'm saying like i don't know how many more trailers you can give us without completely spoiling the movie at this point so just give us the movie already like i get it i get like you know matthew vaughn probably has a contract that says this movie has to go to theaters and so, you guys, that's why it never went, like, day and date. It hasn't been on demand or whatever. Cool. Just hurry up and give me this movie. That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> for almost two years at this point. So, uh, but I did like this trailer. I thought it was pretty cool. It gives us a better look at uh, Reese Ifans, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, as uh, Rasputin. It was really cool. He had a, <laughs> he had a great line of dialogue in, in the trailer. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and Rafe Pines had a great reaction to it, Replies. So, I was, uh, look, man, I, I'm a huge... Y'all know I'm a super fan for the Kingsman franchise. And, obviously, I've been looking forward to this one for a while now. So, yeah, man, I, I think it looks great. And, like I said, I'm just... Hurry up, man. I'm waiting for it. So, yeah, uh, I like it. Swag, what about you?
2: Oh, yeah. Like, I'm with you. Like I haven't even seen the first two films yet or like even gotten exposure to like the rest of what this franchise is. But like ever since these trailers for this movie has been like coming out and like I've been watching them to kind of get my thoughts on like the podcast, like I I wanna see this one <laughs> and I wanna see the rest of them. Like I wanna watch these movies now. Like this trailer and the tr- the trailer previous, yeah, were so good. Like I love, I love it. I love it. And like again, like Rasputin, like <laughs> that character is so yep. amazing. <laughs> like I want to see more of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That, that line that he has is so like such a Matthew <laughs> one thing to put in. <laughs> You know, and like I have no doubt that that's what the dude was like. But like, you know, the fact that it's 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 in the movie and it's there for the audience. That type of humor is such a Matthew Vaughn thing, and that's what I love about The Kingsman. Is like, you know, I I I mean, we all know he did like he did Kick Ass and he did uh, X Men: First Class, and those movies were phenomenal. But I feel like Kingsman is where he really. Um, gets to to put his signature stamp on these movies. Like, this is his franchise, you know what I mean? And yes, they're based on comic books, just like those other two that I mentioned, but this is really him. Like, this is, this is the style of, like, dialogue. These are the characters I like. This is the story. Like, this is the world. Like, he's really gotten shaped this in his own style. And that's what I love about these movies. Like, they're so... They're just so unique, you know what I mean? So yeah yeah, I'm with you, Swag. I I love this stuff. So (laughs) (laughs)
1: uh what about you, Cliff? Country roads (laughs) take me home to a place. Like that's that's all I think about now. But yeah, I just can't wait for this movie (laughs) to come out because yeah, I'm just I'm I like it. I can't wait. That's all I'm gonna say. I can't wait.
0: I see someone finally saw Kingsman.
1: <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> oh, mama. <Yeah>. Tough scene. <laughs> tough, tough scene. They got my heart, yeah.
0: so. We're, we're probably going to get copy, copyright strikes, so.
1: <laughs> I sing terribly, so they can't. They, they're probably they're trying to decipher what song I was actually trying to sing. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love it. But yes, yeah, look, I'm 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 hyped, man. I can't wait for this movie. Uh so allegedly, allegedly, we're ge- finally gonna get this movie December twenty-second, but we'll see. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the, the latest trailer for the Kings man. Super excited. All right, let's talk about what I think is probably yeah, the bi- the big trailer that dropped this week. We, that is, of course, Spider Man: No Way Home. Finally, everyone on the internet could uh, uh, to stop speculating when we're going to get this trailer because we finally got it. <laughs> Cliff, Cliff, this I see, I see. Came out.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I oh, know. One is Wayne well. Johnson. I've been living under. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so,
0: look i'm gonna start out everybody knows everybody who's been listening to the show from the start or has been watching the show since we started doing a video podcast y'all know i'm not the biggest fan of mcu spider-man now i'm a huge spider-man fan just not mcu spider-man and i've been over why so many times in the past i'm not going to get into it again uh so needless to say not really all that excited for this movie even after seeing the trailer like yes it's great to see Alfred Molina back as Doc Ock even though he's covered in that atrocious CGI for no reason at all um and you know i like the thing i was ta- i was talking to people about and i even said this to Swag was the trailer did hook me when it started cuz it felt like there was a really compelling story that you could tell there about peter parker and the public knowing he's Spider-Man, his life is turned upside down. He's got to worry about, like, Aunt May and MJ, his friends, and, you know, him dealing with the consequences and repercussions of all that. That's a really compelling movie. But then it's just like, hey, Doctor Strange, can you, Uno, reverse that shit for me? Or doing all this other bullshit, which, again, this would be cool if these were two separate movies. Like, you gave me that movie about, like, you know the consequences and repercussions, and then give me a multiverse movie completely separate. I'd be okay with that. The fact that you're you're uh, truncating one of them to get to the other one immediately, don't like it. Like this feels exactly like what my main beef is with Captain America: Civil War, where it starts out compelling enough, and you could tell a story with just that first act, first two and a half, well, the first one and a half acts of that movie and make that the movie and it would have been so good and just perfect on its own but then you completely switch gears and go into this other thing and you've just left that other thing hanging like that's what it feels like to me so yeah i'm not really feeling it and again like i if you're excited to see this movie great i'm happy for you i hope you enjoy the movie really do um but yeah no i'm i'm just not not feeling it. <laughs> Cliff, what about you?
1: No, save me for last. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you?
2: Okay. Uh, okay. So, I... Yeah, I'm not... To kind of keep it short, I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> The same thing. Like, the first part was... I was into that. I wanted to see, you know that, that story of Peter's greatest secret, you know, being revealed to the world and seeing the consequences and repercussions of that, uh, and what, how that would affect his life. That was interesting to me. And, and again, it's that thing, like, I keep saying it to everybody I talk to about it. It's, it's that thing of, this is why I love Spider-Man. This is why I love the character and his stories. Because it's all about responsibility. And, yes. you know, taking that responsibility. And But the second it gets to Doctor Strange, you know, forming the spell and doing all that. And Peter starting to freak out. Well, maybe these pe- pe- people should know. This person should know. And starting to go back on his word like a child again. Yeah. That's when I lost interest. Uh, yeah. And that's the thing that I don't like about MCU Spider-Man. Is just how the, that version of the character doesn't hasn't really grown at all. I It yeah. feels that way to me anyways. It doesn't feel like he's grown at all. He's learned from these past... Uh, experiences in these past movies. And I said this, t- talking about that scene specifically, you'd mm. think that after all that he's been through, having yeah. gone through, you know, Civil War, his own two movies, and then the Infinity War, like, you'd think by now he would be more mature about it and he wouldn't try to stop these. T- kinds of things that's out of his own control. That he yeah. would, you know, he would be Spider Man at this point. Yeah. But he's not. And that's the thing that really bothers me about MCU Spider Man. And then the other thing being yeah. the fact that they keep trying to make him the new Tony Stark. So and I was kind of hoping that they would kind of get away from that, but. Uh, there was the final shot of Peter in the Iron Spider suit, which I love the Iron Spider suit. That's still one of my all-time favorite suits for Spider-Man yeah. ever. But that final shot where he suits up into that, that is the most Iron Man shot I have ever seen in my entire life. I flinched physically at that shot. I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> like, that's That's my problem with it. But yeah.
0: Yeah, no you you're not wrong, man. I I feel like you hit the nail on the head. No, like my my issue with MCU, spot. I mean, amongst the many issues I have with him is his inability to learn and yeah. grow. Like cuz no matter which movie you're watching, he always comes across as a reckless immature kid. And I get that he's still supposed to be a teenager even though Tom Holland looks like a 40-year-old man in this movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get that he's supposed to be a high schooler, but like, like you were saying, man, like he's been through so much in the movies. Yeah. You, you've learned by now not to be so reckless and irresponsible, and yet here he is again, like causing trouble, and it is him causing the trouble, like yeah. it always is. And it's like, dude, don't you learn? Like, come on, man. Yeah. So yeah, it, MCU Spider-Man just frustrates me more than more than anything else. So, uh, I will say this. The one thing I did like about this trailer was that exchange between him and Dr. Strange. <laughs> where, like, come on, we saved half the, half the population together. I think we, we could be less formal. It's like, okay, Steven, I need, and he's like, that, totally feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> I that I thought that was pretty cool. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. So, yeah, hey, I did like something from the trailer, so yeah. there it is. Um, <laughs> cliff i'm gonna throw it over to you
1: yeah and now it's my turn i fucking love the trailer 100 <laughs> percent like i'm one of those guys who's like all in for this movie <laughs> and like that's okay so yeah, that's <laughs> great, like, when man. you're like when you're like if you like that trailer great and i was like that's me <laughs> yeah And I'll tell you why, right? So I like the original start where we got this compelling story, right, going on and we're talking with MJ and she's, you know, sitting there with Peter and they're having their discussion back and forth. And then obviously the events that happened with Mysterio leading with J. Jonas, you know, Jameson, obviously letting the world know that Peter Parker, Spider-Man, even Spider Boy, Spider Holland. Anyway, so then once we he goes in, he's like, Hey, I wanna, you know, I wanna change things up, like I love the fact that he's got this great exchange with with Doctor Strange right and the one thing I definitely was like really hyped about was there's a moment where like Peter in the trailer like understands that the things that he's done is causing harm to other people and he wants Mm -hmm. to try to reverse that because he wants to try to like save those people right where we see with Hogan like in the car. Like the car's blowing up. We obviously know something's gonna happen to him in that universe, right? And so like I loved I love just the the visual like and, and again we go back to talking about this all the time with the MCU, right? Is that visually these movies always look stunning, right? It doesn't change the story. Is that
0: where we go, Cliff? Is that where we go? The MCU. I the MCU
1: is always, I always look- talk about how pretty the movies look <laughs> you know for sure, but like mm. no. but, but just what i'm saying it't it, it, doesn't, it doesn't stop it doesn't stop the lack of story we always talk about the stories are always gonna be cookie cutter, like we know that, yeah. but what I liked was we got we got a tease for electro we got a tease for uh grim goblin we got we obviously saw doc you know doc Ock in in the trailer right we yeah got all these cool like innuendos the things that might be happening and then the tease of the Sinister Six possibly getting involved. Like, there's just so much in this trailer that was compact that literally just made my heart, like my kid heart, like just <laughs> pleased. Like, and I just, I'm genuinely, I love seeing all the different Spider Man costumes that we got from the black and gold to the iron Spider Man to, and yes, I do agree that it was very Tony Stark ish that we decided that we wanted the <laughs> suit on while he's up on the bridge. Uh, but I it just, I- too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, I genuinely I just for me, like every time I kept seeing something happen in the trailer, I was like, the and and this is just me being like naive about this. I was like the only thing that would make this awesome is if like Tom Hardy just cruised up and was like, What am I (laughs) doing in New York? And it just (laughs) Oh my god, are you serious? (laughs) But Yeah, that that would have been cool. But to be be fair though, like I understand your guys is your guys is um your concerns with the movie, and obviously, like the, the way it's gonna be playing out, and I do agree that like the one problem that they do run into Spider-Man is that well, MCU Spider-Man is that they always end up stopping like the most compelling parts of the movie to like get to another part of it, right? And and I agree, Civil War was that problem. Like we talk about this all the time, where it was just six, yes, it's a dozen bitches fighting in a in a terminal. Like that's what we that's what we've known this movie to be. And the only reason why we got to this point. And then we were just like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're just, we're going to release this other information about Tony Stark's parents being, spoiler for those, Tony Stark's parents being (laughs) murdered by Winter Soldier. Like, what? Like, and that's all you wanted to get to. Like, no, that's, whatever. And I I feel like that's the same way with Spider-Man. It's like, you're right, we do have this cool story that's being swooped in, and then only reason why you're swooping it in is so that you can be like, and here's Doctor Strange to run the rest of the this <laughs> the story and show off the multiverse that we've just now started because of Loki and WandaVision. And I'm like, I understand that, but I still I, I genuinely I'm just always excited to see like how these movies always play out. And I guess like Kevin Feige as much as I do not like you because you give us the same movie all the time, I always am like, Kevin Feige is doing such cool things with these trailers. And I just know it's just you not really doing anything. It's all these other guys putting in the trailers. I'm like, your graphics team at Disney is fucking amazing. You, sir, are just there. <laughs> you to Take the credit.
2: Yeah, he's just there to, like, give orders and watch it yeah. all unfold. That's about it. <laughs>
0: i will i will say i'm gonna reiterate man like i yeah i thought it was cool to see alfred molina back as dr octopus but like you didn't have to cover him in that terrible cgi like what was yeah. the point of bringing him back if you're just gonna cgi up his face and i get that they're like we have to de-age him but he doesn't look that different from the way he did back then like you didn't need to do that like it's fine uh yeah man the more i look at that shot of him i'm just i cringe so bad. It's like, because yeah. that it's a great moment when he reveals himself, but like looking at it looks like, you know, like when you see someone just caked in makeup, like that's <laughs> what it looks. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's not even makeup; it's CGI, and it's like, oh, that looks so bad. It's
2: digital makeup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and it's yeah. like, you didn't have to do
1: that. Why did you do that? But I was you know, what, Jeff Jeff Bridges didn't look that bad in tron and yeah and i mean th- i understand i understand that that's that's yeah. a valid point that like yeah <laughs> i totally get that
0: yeah every time i see that shot of Doc Hawk, i'm just like mm, this should be like a really cool moment but I just i'm so distracted by how horrible his face looks and it's the cgi they use it like i said he doesn't look that different from the way he did back then. Like, you didn't have to do it, but that's just me. That's just me. And again, I'm- like I said, if you're excited for this movie, I'm happy for you, man. I really am. I hope yeah. you enjoy the movie. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, yeah. you know?
1: I'm also, just- I'm just very curious if we're going to get, because I know we're getting Electro, like, obviously mm-hmm. he's been, like, announced for the movie. I want to see if we're getting, uh you know, uh the Lizard. I want to know if we're going to get... um if Michael Keaton's returning, like, just, I, and I don't, 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 (laughs) I know we report the news here, but I don't know, and the, just, I just want the trailer, and, like, that's it.
0: What what I was going to say is people, I've heard people say that the Liz, you could hear the lizard roar in the trailer, but I didn't hear it, so I don't, Yeah.
1: I don't know. Um, Like, I heard the Shocker, I heard the Shocker's blast in in the trailer, too, or it may have right. just been a bunch of explosions. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, look, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm like you, man. I don't have any inside information on this movie. So, we're just talking about the trailer here, so.
1: Um, hey, I just want to pop. When he shows up, and be like, oh, shit, there he is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, there, that's the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Arriving in theaters, exclusively in theaters, December 7th. So, not December 17th, sorry, misread that. So, there it is. All right, let's get into the news. We got a few pretty dope um, news stories that we're going to talk about here. First, The first one up, not a huge story, not a lot to talk about, just that. So, we got the trailer for Army of Thieves, the prequel to uh, Army of the Dead. There was no release date attached to it but we do have an official release date now october 29th just in time for halloween so that's going to be awesome yeah it's going to be available worldwide on netflix october 29th so ladies and gentlemen set your calendars you know what to do all right uh and let's get into this story this story to me the biggest story of the week aside from the spider-man no way home trailer yeah. uh because this story broke I believe it was last weekend after we recorded Nerds last week uh, so we didn't get to talk about it last week and I've been waiting to talk about it ever since so it was revealed it was announced confirmed we are indeed getting a Black Canary movie starring uh, Journey Smollett uh, I'm so over the moon about this you got, y'all know I'm a huge Canary fan I love Journey as the Canary in Birds of Prey when this announcement came out I immediately went back and rewatched Birds of Prey because I love <laughs> I love that movie, but I love Journey as the character and I can't wait to get more of this version of the character in live action and um, yeah, this this honestly might be my most anticipated uh, movie that has yet to enter production. Now uh, there is a script being written or it has already been written, I'm not sure, by Misha Green. If you don't know who Misha Green is, she was the showrunner and the lead writer on Lovecraft Country, which starred Jimmy Smollett. And apparently, while they were working on that show, the two of them were talking about possibly doing a Black Canary. They were talking about doing a series, like a TV show. But apparently, what they pitched was enough that Warner Brothers was like, nah, give us a movie. So they're doing a movie. And that's pretty cool. We don't know who's directing. We don't know who else is going to show up in. Although we can make a few educated guesses based on a tweet that Misha Green put out featuring some very strategic emojis. Um, (laughs) So the set of emojis is like, there's a bird, a microphone, some musical notes. Those obviously pertain to the Black Canary. But then it gets interesting. There's like a, a gi, a martial arts gi. And um, this is the one that I'm not sure exactly what it means. There's a tiger. And at first, swag, you'll remember I said uh, that might mean bronze tiger as the mm-hmm. villain. But then I remembered Black Canary was trained by Wildcat, Ted Grant, Wildcat. Yeah. So maybe get some Wildcat in this movie. Um, the next emoji was a dragon. Now, immediately, I was like, that's Richard Dragon. Richard Dragon's going to be the villain of this movie, isn't he? That's going to be dope. I love that. Because, again, martial artist, you're going to get some dope martial arts sequences. in this movie. The last one was a heart emoji, but specifically, it was the green heart emoji. Y'all know where this is going. Black Canary, very famously uh, romantically linked with Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow. Uh, they've been married in many continuities, including comic books, Injustice. Uh, in some continuities, they have children together, although I doubt that's going to be the case here. But if we are getting uh, a Green Arrow in the DCEU, I'm here for it. So, yeah, I- I'm really excited for this movie. Like I said, Black Canary, I think my favorite DC female superhero probably yeah um and like i said i love journey in birds of prey and yeah i i want more and it looks like we're getting it so super super hyped super excited flag i'm gonna throw this one over to you first what is what's your reaction and what do you think about this
2: oh uh yeah uh i'm I'm hyped because Again, like, all the teases of, like, the different various characters, like, what it could mean, like, just even speculating, like, I don't think you can go wrong with any character that you can even think of from these teases. Like, I I want to see Wildcat. I want to see, like, them, you know, training or, like, maybe talking, you know, like, master to student. Like, that would be great, you know. Uh, but also, like, getting a live... At our, live action big screen green arrow is going to be cool like i can't wait to see that and i can't wait to see who they pick because that will also be very very interesting um no yeah and like you know again like journey in birds of prey was definitely one of my favorite parts of that entire movie her performance as black canary was great and i just can't wait to see more of her as the character.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%, man. I do think it's... Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting the further we get into production on this film, especially like when they start casting and we're going to get some actual official reviews. Although, uh, from what I hear, this movie is going to have a panel at this year's fandom. Mm-hmm. What they... I don't know. We'll have to tune in and, and see. Uh, Cliff, how do you feel about this? Like, I know... Uh, at least last time we checked, you hadn't seen Birds of Prey yet. But um, regardless, how how do you feel about this now?
1: Um, at least for me, any superhero movie that's coming out is a good superhero movie. Like I'm definitely just excited for superhero movies just in general. So obviously, you get one with Black Canary. I'm very excited for. As far as like the the teas of having. Uh, you know, Green Arrow in it, I'm definitely all about, because I definitely would love to see, you know, just like Swag, I would just, I definitely want to see a big screen version of Green Arrow. Like, Steven Mell did such a great job as Arrow. Like, I just want to see that next iteration. And uh, yeah, fan cast-wise, I'm sure you could throw out a who's list of names of people that you want to see as Oliver Queen. So I'm in, I'm in 100%. Awesome.
0: Awesome, yeah, um, yeah. Swag already knows who who some of my top picks are for <laughs> Oliver Queen. We we kind of, we kind of ran through that a little ourselves, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let uh, our viewers, our listeners, like let us know what you think. Like, who do you think should play Oliver Queen in the DCEU? EU? Um, I know we're probably gonna get overrun with Charlie Hunnam because he's the fan
3: favorite, <laughs> yeah. and
0: he looks like Oliver Queen from the comic books, so I get it. I I really do, um, but yeah. So uh, yeah, let us know who you think. I don't know, Cliff. Do you have a Do you have a fan cast suggestion?
1: I do. I do actually, um, but first I want I want to get yours like on on record. Like, just give me one that you've picked.
0: Okay. Well, like I said, the swag. This is me trying to think outside the box. Like we know they've been doing at DC, because you know journey smollett as the black canary very outside the box that character is traditionally a white wolf, a white female and she is not you know she's an african-american woman um and you know even with like barbara gordon being cast with a, a latina actress and um, a Supergirl as well i was like okay put myself in that same mindset who 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 would i like to see play oliver queen green arrow uh, and I do have two choices that are, again, outside-the-box thinking, and I do have some traditional picks as well. My outside-the-box thinking, number one, uh, Dev Patel. He's a phenomenal, fantastic actor. I think he could play that part very well. My number two choice, not going to surprise anyone, Oscar Isaac. Yes, I know <laughs> he's, doing, like, he's doing the Moon Knight thing over there at Marvel, so this would probably not happen. But I think, again, he's so great, and he could keep his beard. I think he'd kill it. I think he'd crush it. So those are my two outside-the-box choices. My two more traditional choices. I know I'm on record many, many times saying this. And, again, I know he's busy in another universe, but I'm still pushing uh, Wyatt Russell as Oliver Queen the Green Arrow. I think, again, I, he's a super talented actor, and it was when I saw him in the movie Overlord that I was like, that dude should be Oliver Queen. There's a scene <laughs> where he's dating one of the Nazis and I'm like, that's the most Oliver Queen thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, so it's him and then my other choice is uh, Luke Mitchell. Luke Mitchell, uh, fantastic, mostly a television actor, but he is very much, I get, like, I'm not, I'm not going to say Charlie Hunnam's not a good choice. He is. But I feel like Luke Mitchell is – he's that but a few years younger. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, those are my choices. Um, yeah, Cliff, what about you?
1: I like the Wyatt call. That's definitely a good one. I definitely like that a lot. I know everybody, like you said, Charlie was definitely uh, obviously a top pick. I think for me, I'm definitely going to keep this outside the box in two form. Actually, three. I, I just thought of randomly a third person as I'm talking about this. All right, so – my top pick is Anthony Ramos. That's my top guy. Uh, you know, in, if you've seen In the Heights or if you've seen Hamilton, uh, he played Hamilton's son. He also played the captain and also in him. He's the lead in um, in Heights. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's definitely one of my top picks. Someone more outside the pick, uh, John Cho. I mean, I know he's doing start. I know he's doing cowboy bebop, but you know, his delivery is always on point. And I was like, you know what, like he just fits in that world. I think that's definitely can be a fun choice. And in my last one, which I don't know if this is gonna work as well because he's not really the height, but I really just like him in general for this role and I don't know why. But I want Tay Diggs. You know what? I like
0: it. I like all those choices actually. That's really good, yeah. Especially John Cho. That one was like,
1: oh, <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. I saw, the, are- I saw the set photos for Cowboy Bebop, and like he had yeah. like the little goatee thing going on. I'm like, oh, oh, you know what? Like, yeah. If we're going, yeah. if we're going out of the box, we're going out of that box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're bringing John Cho in. You know, that's what I like about it. You said it, and I was like,
0: huh. <laughs> I was like, that's <laughs> the box, and I like it. Not just because, of it, but like he is. Like you said, he's a fantastic actor phenomenal so yeah no i like that i really like that and yeah i like t Diggs as well that's a good choice i was trying to think like who's a dope african-american actor i could get to play oliver queen and i tried and tried to try but the problem is most of the names that i came up with were already in other roles like i was like what? aldous hodge crap he's hawk man um <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, it was it was tough because you know it feels like a lot of the a lot of my choices are already pulling duty as
1: a superhero or a supervillain elsewhere. So you know, you know who else I would like to see, and this is this is like this would just only interest me though because I was sitting there trying to think of like another person that would just be fit in that role. Andre three thousand man, like Andre Benjamin, like. I feel like he might be able to fit that role really well. Wrong.
0: You're not wrong. <laughs> I, yeah, I see it, too. Like, the, yeah, there's something about him that I feel would be really good at playing sort of the eccentric billionaire, but then also being, like, the heroic, the green arrow. Right. So I'm like, yeah, that's a good choice, Cliff. That's super
1: outside the box right there. I like it. I like it. I approve. And let me get... Hey, yo, you know what? We talked about this off the air, but let me get Machine Gun Kelly as well. Like, I feel like I <laughs> might be able to kill it.
2: You know what? Yep. I'm with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Into it. I like it. I, yeah, for, for those of you who don't know, Cliff and I, uh, we were talking about, after last week's show, we were talking about Machine Gun Kelly, and you know, like, I, I started listening to his, his music, and I was like, Cliff, why don't you tell me he was rocking out these days? <laughs> <And> <laughs> we got a whole about him, and it's like, you know what, yeah, because like, he's acting now, and he's actually pretty good. You know, I think, yeah,
1: I'd be into that. He's got the, he's got not? the fit. He's got the like, look, yeah, yeah definitely. You- Throwing, throwing, like, 15 pounds of, like, muscle on him. And I say that just, like, so lightly. But yeah. you know, yeah. he's already got that long, lanky body. Like, I mean, they you can know, do, like, the facial hair thing for him if they wanted to. Yeah, I think he, he fits.
0: And that's, like, Green Arrow, he doesn't have to be, like, super jacked. Like, I feel like you could get away with him being, like, just real lean. But, yeah, you'd have to be cut and
3: whatnot. But,
0: yeah, I think he could pull that off. I
3: yeah.
0: like it. Like, swag what
2: about you do you have any choices any picks i mean you guys went over like all <laughs> of the good ones uh and like <laughs> again like going to going to like the the thing where it's like you know trying to pick a because i was even thinking i was like i got a name but i was like well, he's already attached to to another dc pro- like two other dc projects isn't he uh i was gonna say michael b jordan
0: oh yeah that's right he is yeah yeah, because, see, that's, again, that was my problem trying to pick, like, a, a really great, solid African-American actor. Was like, I feel like everybody who I went to was already tied up with another superhero property already. Yeah. So,
3: oh, man, that's tough.
0: But, yeah, Michael B. Jordan would be pretty dope. That would yeah. be. All right, so there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Black Canary. I know we kind of turned it into the Green Arrow fan cast thing, but like, look, look, like I said, Black Canary, my favorite superhero, female superhero. Uh, I can't wait for this movie. I loved her. I loved so much what they did in Birds of Prey. I'm super excited about a continuation of that in a solo movie. So awesome. All right, now I'm gonna go ahead and segue into TV time because this last, these last two news stories relate directly to TV so. Uh, Alright, so we've known for a while that well, and actually, they already began filming. I believe it was last week, right Swag? Uh, yes. Yeah, the CW, the team over there, they began filming. Crossover for this year last week and. Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be another five part crossover. And it's going to start the next season of DC TV. Now uh, we knew that it's mainly going to center around the Flash, and by that I mean the cast of the Flash. Uh, but we didn't know what it was or who else was going to be involved in it. But this week the news broke. The news. <laughs> so joining the Flash and his team are javicia leslie as batwoman the return of brandon routh as ray palmer aka the atom cress williams as black lightning kyler lee as sentinel cat mcnamara as mia queen aka the green arrow and the return of osric chow as ryan Choi. also featuring ta- tom cavanaugh as the reverse flash and neil mcdonough returning as damian dark now these are the o- they've announced these so far they say there will be more to come so we'll see where it goes from here but as of right now these are these are the ones they officially announced and we know we have a vague um idea of what the plot is uh the title of the crossover this year armageddon and it says here in armageddon a powerful alien that arrives on earth under mysterious circumstances uh, and Barry, Iris and the rest of Team Flash are pushed to their limits in a desperate battle to save the world. But with time running out and the fate of humanity at stake, Flash and his companions will also need to enlist the help of some old friends in the forces of good, if the forces of good are to prevail. You know it's a dire situation when they have to recruit the Reverse Flash and Damien Dark to help them. <laughs> so, um... Look, I'm super, super, super excited about this, especially since we did not get a crossover this season, obviously because of COVID protocols and it just wasn't going to happen. Now, uh, before I get into you guys' thoughts on that, I want to follow up with the other story that dropped in relations to The Flash. Although the reason I'm grouping this now is that it feels like this casting is specifically for Armageddon as opposed to how it was originally uh, announced. So it was also announced that Tony Curran a fantastic actor, uh, multiple award-winning actor, was cast. Uh, it was originally announced in Season 8 of The Flash as the villain Despero. Now, again, it has sort of been um, uh, re-reported, or, or however you want to say, that he will be playing the villain Despero in Armageddon. That makes a lot more sense to me because the character Despero is an alien who comes to earth under mysterious circumstances, just as it say, reads in the, the plot synopsis for Armageddon. Um, but the, the casting of Tony Coran is it got me so excited because this guy is in so many of my favorite movies and TV shows. Again, he's a fantastic, fantastic actor. He's delivered so many amazing performances in things I've seen him in that just the fact that he has signed on to play this character, which by the way, if you don't know who Despero is, he's one of the, the biggest baddest uh, villains in the DC. Not quite a dark side level, but he's in the same uh, class as like a Mongol or uh, a Brainiac. So the fact that Tony Karan agreed and he signed on to play this character uh, is, is, ah, I'm so like, yeah, give it to me. Because this guy, if you, if you don't recognize the name, let me give you some of his nerd bona fides, okay? This man played Priest in Blade Two. He played uh, the vampire elder Marcus in Underworld Evolution. He played Skinner, aka the Invisible Man in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He played, uh, help me out, Cliff. I'm forgetting something. Oh, he played Vincent Van Gogh in Doctor Who. And it's funny because I'm like, Tony Graham could probably play the doctor. (laughs) So um, just such a fantastic actor. And those are only just a few of his his nerd credentials. He's also an acclaimed uh, video game voice actor swag. I'm sure you've probably heard his voice and you just don't (laughs) realize it. I'm going to see if I can find one of his video game uh, uh, credits here for you. Let me find one real quick? Uh, World of Warcraft Battle of Azeroth, he was in. Um, uh, There's so many credits. He played King Boar in Thor the Dark World, so he's already, you know, dipped his toe in the Marvel Universe. yeah like there's there's just so much on his his filmography that i call of duty modern warfare 3 he was in that game um yeah like, like i said this guy has been everywhere he's done everything like he's one of my favorite actors of all time i'm super excited for him to be in this role i can't wait to see what he looks like as the character yeah this has me super hyped for so so many reasons um all that being said, I'm gonna throw this over to Cliff. Cliff, how do you feel about this?
1: Uh, I'm excited for the whole thing. I just can't. I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, how the Armageddon, Despero. I'm definitely excited for because you're right. He is on a level of very few can touch. So I'm definitely excited. And the fact that we are getting Reverse Flash to come back is definitely kind of cool. So for me, um, I know like I haven't watched as much as the Flash as I probably should have, but nonetheless. I am very excited for the crossover this year so I can't wait to get all of our feelers together and then just talk about how great this is
0: yeah I agree I agree swag uh what about you man how does how does this uh how do you what's your reaction to this what how do you feel
2: uh it's very exciting because uh, again like you like you know you mentioned like the this recent season of CW superhero shows kind of didn't really have a big crossover uh so it's kind of great to kind of hear more about it and kind of uh you know get our excitement levels ready to to see another one uh and it's gonna be very interesting uh just to see these characters all together again uh especially after this last season of superhero shows like it's it's going to be great to just see them all together, working together, fighting bad guys again. So, yeah, I'm definitely interested and hyped for this.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. Agree 100%. I also think it's, it's great that, you know, the, the the team here consists of a lot of characters. Honestly, I'm, I was surprised to see Brandon Rouse coming back yeah. as, as Ray Palmer because, you know, like he was very, fit, very vocal about not being happy about the way they wrote him off and he was like you know it wasn't his choice they were just like hey we don't need you anymore he was kind of bitter about it for a long time but the fact that he's coming back shows that there there's probably a lot of uh you know they probably worked out whatever happened and you know he's he's coming back to to play the character and that's great because i've missed him i've really missed him in this universe um And also Chris Williams as Black Lightning. It'll be great to have him back. Because like I said, I was so upset when the show, they announced that Black Lightning was ending because after Crisis on Infinite Earths, you know, we had that great uh, rapport between uh, Jefferson and Barry, Barry Allen. And I was like, I want to see more of that. And so for him to be coming back is great because I know we're going to get more of that interaction as well. Um, Yeah, man, I, I think this is, this is a pretty good. and again we don't know everyone who will be showing up for this crossover this is just who they've announced so far um but yeah like uh is there anyone you're surprised to see here or anyone you're hoping to see swag
2: uh it's more of ray palmer for sure uh uh and yeah like again like black lightning especially kind of seeing him and barry again kind of talk more and and also just see him interact with the rest of the team, that's going to be great.
0: I agree. I agree. Uh Cliff, what about you? Do you have any thoughts on the announced characters or uh, anyone who you might want to see who hasn't been announced yet?
1: Uh, as far as being announced-wise, no, I'm not really kind of surprised because I feel like with all the CW shows, like they tend to get all those guys to come back and, and be in there. I guess maybe I'm hoping to see Melissa, like, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. making an yeah. appearance, maybe. Yeah. That might be one. But I think for me, the, the person I want to see get announced, Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> He's Superman. <laughs> like, let's be real. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll, look, I'm not going to lie. When I read Brandon Routh, Originally, I thought, oh, are they bringing back his Superman? Like, that would be crazy. Uh, But it it, it is Ray Palmer. No, yeah, I I was surprised there was no Superman or Supergirl in the crossover. Those are the two that I'm I'm surprised most about. Um, But again, we'll see. We'll see them. It just may not have been announced yet. So, see. But yeah, so that's sort of the big... uh, news story in regards to tv time so let's get into tv time proper shall we um we're going to talk about we don't have an episode of Superman <laughs> and lows to talk about because again season finale season's done uh but we do have star girl what if and titans to talk about uh like i told cliff at, before we started recording wag we we know you haven't seen this week's <laughs> episode of Titans. we'll try it yeah. for you too much uh, that being said, let's start with this week's episode of Stargirl, which I I really I really like this episode. I feel like this episode remedied sort of the the criticism we loved last week's episode. Uh, whereas characters felt like they were there for no real reason. Whereas in this week's episode, we actually got to see some growth with a lot of with a lot of even if it was just a little bit, you know, there there was still a purpose for them to be there. Um, The other thing I want to mention before we even get into the details was the ending to this week's episode threw a monkey wrench into every theory or (laughs) (laughs) uh, I had about what was going to happen here. So, uh, yeah, this episode was really, really good. It surprised me in a lot of ways. It was great. I love the sort of the A-plot with Mike and the Thunderbolt finally getting to see the Thunderbolt. I thought it was great. I love Jim Gaffigan as the Thunderbolt. That was great. That's great casting. Uh, the other thing I I remembered was seeing in the opening credits. I saw the name Ethan Embry, and I was like, Wait a minute, Ethan Embry, holy! Sh-. And I realized he was Johnny Thunder in the flashback. And I was like, That's awesome, man! Like I didn't even realize. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, Embry and fact that was Johnny Thunder, pretty dope. Um, I hope this isn't the last we've seen of him again. Like whether it's via flashback or whatever, I hope we get to see him again because he's he's great. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, Swag, what do you think of this week's episode of Star Girl?
2: Yeah, uh, like again, like I got to agree about like this episode wasn't like this was a really good episode. Like it didn't feel slow or anything. Like it was it was better than the last one, uh, and that was good, uh, and I do, I think my favorite part of the episode, and I, to be honest, like, I think that was, like, the main part of the episode was just Mike and the Thunderbolt and all that, like, that was great, I, I did like seeing that and kind of getting more of his character and, and, you know, his story kind of developing, uh, that was nice, um, and again, like, yeah, like, everybody kind of, like, you know, work like, I think the thing between Beth and, oh, man, why am I forgetting his name? Rick? <laughs> yeah, Rick. Like, that was nice. I liked that. Yeah. Uh, thought- again, yeah. And again, like, it, it was that thing of, like, they're a team. You know and they're watching each other's backs like they've got each other that was really nice i liked that
0: yeah no i agree i agree like i said um it felt like everyone had a had a moment to show some sort of growth and again even if it was just a tiny moment that moment between beth and rick really shows that you know whereas in season one rick was really sort of angry Like you said, here it seems like he was—he was genuinely like, "You can talk to me, you know. Yeah, you
3: know,
0: even if you just pretend that I'm Chuck, just talk to me, you know." And that—that was a great moment. And yeah, that scene was really—that was really great. I also like, um, yeah, like you said, like uh, Mike getting getting more to do with him. Like this felt like a very Mike-centric episode, especially since I think even in season one, he felt like probably the most neglected character and i think that was done on purpose because you see here he does feel alone he feels like he's been neglected you know and that's a big what happens with him in the episode so yeah i thought i thought that was really great and there's that great moment with pat when he realizes like oh yeah maybe it's like yeah i i guess i have sort of been neglecting him But I mean, to Pat's credit, like Mike always sort of comes across as like, oh, I like being alone, you know, blah, 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 even though like it's obviously a defense mechanism, you know? But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, this was a really good episode, um, especially for Mike. But yeah, Cliff, what about you? What do you think of this week's episode?
1: Uh, Yeah, so I have to agree. I like the growth between uh, Rick and Beth. I like that uh, aspect of it. Um, I love the fact that, court was sitting in the classroom and they're asking questions and she's like you know it's weird if you actually read the book uh history's pretty easy and <laughs> like, yeah, no shit you'd be a <laughs> school you just study <laughs> um you know that was, a, that was like a fun moment for me i love that part i think it's crazy um i loved i loved how mike kept like asking wishes from thunderbolt but he just didn't understand that like Yo, dude, like you've got to legit like be specific, you know? He's like, yeah. Yo, how about something to drink? Blah, you have ring and he tried to play it off, like so. Tell one lady with the baby, and he was just like, Yeah, and then, like getting up a good worker, like sweat, right? <laughs> like, dude, you, you're not saving this. I loved, I genuinely loved this. Funny thing was, is I was watching the episode, I missed the opening credits where like they're announcing like the the people were coming. So I missed Ethan Embry's name. And when he showed up, I was like, that's Ethan Embry. And I was like, no. Nah, yeah. is- I was like, but it would have shown up on the credits right at the beginning. And I didn't see that. And I just kept staring. I was like, God, he looks like Ethan Embry. And I just kept staring at him. And I was like, so right when you said I was like, fuck, that was Ethan Embry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was right 100%. And I was like, nah. It's <laughs> like just someone who really looked like him. <laughs> but then like, uh, he he he
0: played the character so well that like even i was like is that ethan Every or i was like oh yeah but no no yeah straight up yeah go ahead
1: i was like you think he put on some weight too i was like damn bro <laughs> like even from the walking dead like you put on a little bit of <laughs> put a little bit of weight on um I liked I liked that aspect, and I love the fact that <laughs> Mike, like as much as he's trying not to mess up, like he just kept messing up. Like we saw, we saw Thunderbolt's uh, limited power. Like even though he's like, un, like he's a genie, like pretty much a genie, he's pretty limited because like, I, like he got handled like pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, oh, rough. But then I looked at the part where Mike was like, I wish you just had a better friend. And boom, there goes the pen. He was like, fuck. <laughs> like, he just yeah. realized. Yeah. Like, I wanted a pen. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, tough breaks, kid. Tough breaks. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough, buddy. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I thought it was great, man. I th- like you said, like, I liked, I liked the idea that you know, because because uh, Johnny in the flashback he says that like, you know, on paper the Thunderbolt is more powerful than the Green Lantern or even the Flash and whatnot. It's like, yeah, it could be if whoever is wielding it knows how to use it properly. Yeah. You know, and and it's like I feel like that. Like, look, I can't wait to see what happens when Jakim starts doing his thing because that's like you know because like you said mike is like i wish now i just wish it was in better hands and it disappears it's like okay are we gonna see like what what is it about jakeen that makes him the right person to wield this thing like that's that's what i'm most excited to see moving forward um yeah so that was cool i want to talk about the shade because again the way this episode ended through everything i had all my theories just right out the window you know what i mean so because he look he shows up in this episode like once again super menacing really creepy like uh, you you get just vibes like this is a bad guy this is a really bad guy and then you get to that scene where the the jsa confronts him and, you know, he's talking about, like, you know, it's like, I say we're not my friends. Our motives aligned for a moment. And then, you know, I wanted nothing to do with them. You know, he's like, they were fools. Jordan McKent is a is total fool, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's going on this thing, and you're like, okay, so what exactly do you stand for then, man? Like, what? who are you? What are you doing? And then he's like, look, I have no plans for Blue Valley. I'm not trying to take over the world. He's like, it's just better if you don't know what I'm up to. And then, you know, he has the whole JSA dead to rights. He could have killed all of them if he wanted to, and he didn't. And then mm-hmm. you get, we're going to talk about that final scene, because this was the thing that really threw all my theories out the window. He looks at the open box, right? The empty box that had the diamond in it. And he looks at it and he's like, he's going to kill all those children. He says it like remorsefully, like he doesn't want that to happen. So now I'm like, is he is he trying to stop Eclipso? Like is that his thing? Like does he realize that the, like it's like yeah, like uh uh the wizard he's dead, whatever. And so now I can go and make sure that thing, specifically the diamond, doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Like is that what he's up to? If so, what an interesting twist for the character. You know what I mean? Because it's like you introduce him, he's super menacing, intimidating, and creepy. You think he's a bad guy. But now it's like, is he? It feels like he's just trying to protect the world from that evil. So, yeah, yeah, I'm really curious. I'm not sure. And I'm really, really excited to see where they go with that plot. Swag, what about you?
2: Yeah, uh, Yeah, like, that last scene specifically was just so... Like, when I saw it, like, yeah, like, hearing him say that, it's like, huh, maybe we're wrong about you. And and then it's that thing where it's like, I don't know what to think. Yeah. But it's, it's so crazy, just even, like, kind of going into, like, different ideas now, just kind of building new theories and getting new ideas. It's it's interesting, the thoughts that pop up. But, you know, we're just going to have to watch, wait, and see what happens. But it's definitely going to be interesting to see what his motives are and what, if he's actually just trying to keep this power locked away or, or not.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Cliff, what about you, man?
1: No, I, I definitely. I'm curious to see like what's gonna happen as far as Shade. Um, and I think he's gonna. Yeah, I. I've, it was it was kind of a twist that he was just like you said, he was just very remorseful. Like he's like, he's gonna kill all those kids. Like he's like trying to protect. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm genuinely curious as well. So I'm like, yeah, just I can't wait till next week's episode. And this is the first time where I've, and it, it sounds very downer of me to say it like this but this is the first time i'm actually looking forward to the next episode of star girl
0: <laughs> yeah no no I, I i get you i understand i understand exactly what you're saying uh what 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 are the people at tiktok thing
1: uh, uh we really just have like a couple people just popping in and saying hi that's her how are you doing today we are doing great and if you want to you can check out this episode of nerds at round table uh on youtube and you can actually see us and then we'll be addressing you uh who's this it's that smash ogre. What's up? Oh, shout out! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gonna be on this
0: episode, so you're gonna want to check it out when it goes up. <laughs> All right. So yeah, um, what would you rate this episode of Stargirl? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this a ten out of ten. This feels like a ten out of ten episode. Uh, Cliff, what about you?
1: I was gonna give it a
0: nine and a half. Solid, fair. I like it. Wag, what about you? Hmm
2: uh yeah nine and a
0: half right on right on all right ladies and gentlemen that was those were our thoughts on this week's episode of star girl summer school chapter three let us know what you thought what do you think is going on with the shade let us know all right let's talk about let's get into it marvels what if this was a dope episode if i do say so myself i love me a good murder mystery and the yeah. fact that they won in the Marvel Universe, <laughs> pretty cool. It genuinely kept me guessing, because I'm not going to lie, as soon as people started dying off, Cliff, I don't know about you, but my first thought was, it's Loki, right?
3: Yeah, I thought the same thing!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who else would want to kill the Avengers? Like, it's Loki, right? Um, but spoiler alert, it was not Loki. <laughs> Although... That's the weird thing, though, because I, I did tell Swag this. I was like, my first thought was Loki, and then when it turned out not to be Loki, my second thought was who it turned out being. <laughs> um, well, uh, and again, I don't want to reveal who it was just right away. Uh, we'll get to that later. But I thought this episode, this episode this episode worked for me in a lot of ways because it felt like the best of both worlds in regards to the previous two episodes where like the first episode was it was like a nice sort of alternate retread of the first Avenger and then the second episode was like okay we're gonna make one decision that drastically alters events and characters completely and this episode to me felt like both of those episodes mashed into one where it's like you're gonna get a few retreads but it's not going to end the way you remember it, you know. Like, because we get to see the the meeting between uh, Nick Fury and Tony Stark from Iron Man 2. We get to see the the scene from The Incredible Hulk, which was great to see that again. It was great to see Betty Ross again, even though it was animated. Um, <laughs> and we get to see a lot of things from like the the stuff from the first Thor movie. And we got to see. It was great to hear um, uh, Clark Gregg back as Agent Coulson. Um, It was great to see all those things again, but then, you know, things don't go the way we we remember them going, and then we get to the big reveal later, and it's like, oh, wow, things really didn't go the way they they did in (laughs) the universe proper. So, yeah, I I really dug this episode. Again, I love a good murder mystery, and I love that they did one here you know th- it was pretty cool um and i love the way it ended too like it, it still ended on a that you know that notion that like there are still heroes out in the universe and it's like yeah I, I i liked that i liked i really liked it um cliff what were some of your what were your thoughts what what were some of the things you liked about this episode
1: uh to start off i liked leg bell i just yes just put yeah. it out there Lake Bell as Black Widow was amazing I love the fact that we got a bunch of recalls back to with certain voices Samuel Jackson coming back Clark Gregg um, got uh, uh, I'm drawing blanks now uh, Bruce um, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is back uh, doing yeah. voiceovers I just loved hearing like all the voices come back and just just redo all the characters and like you said we got like the great twist right so like obviously the scene with Thor where he had shot. Um, yeah. And Clint's like, I didn't pull the trigger, but then you come to find out he really did not per se, but then he ended up, you know, not making it in the episode anyway. I loved yeah. what they did with Hulk, which to <laughs> me was like, I never saw this coming. I <laughs> wow. you know, love how Betty Betty was like, but he can't die. Well, clearly you just watched him explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: From the inside out. <laughs> yep. From the inside out. So, so technically, he
1: imploded. Right. So. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: It was wild, too, though, because, like, all of a sudden, like, I saw, like, because when I was watching this episode, I was like, this doesn't, this doesn't make sense. Like, I get, like, people were dying. I was like, but it doesn't make sense. And, was, and then watching just Hulk, like, from the inside just, like, get enormous. And he, even Hulk was confused. And it just, like, a balloon. I was like. That is disgusting, <laughs> but awesome. <laughs> so that was definitely, like, my highlight for the episode. <laughs> and then, yep. obviously, the big reveal. You know, it was kind of cool that, um that obviously, uh, you know, Black Widow found out, uh, Natasha found out, and she was trying to give, you know, Big yeah. Fury the clues about what it was. Um, yeah. yeah, just the reveal at the end was really cool. I was very hyped, and then, like, the bigger twist at the end was also oh, very like, wow. <laughs> so I definitely I was I enjoyed this whole
0: thing. I saw that one coming. I did. I even called it out. I was like, ah, I know what's happening here. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree, Cliff. I agree with everything you're saying. I I do also want to give a shout out to Lake Bell because I saw her name in the credits to the episode, the, the opening credits, and I was like, Lake Bell, who's she playing? Uh, and then the moment she spoke, I was like, ah, there she is. But she <laughs> did a phenomenal job. Like it made me go back and think. I was like, Oh yeah, I guess her and Scarlett do have similar sounding voices. And I never thought about that until I saw this episode. And I was like, Oh, right on. All right. that was a good that was a good choice. So yeah, no, shout out to her. She's she's phenomenal. And again, like this puts her in a category of someone who's playing in both universes. You know, she's yeah. poison ivy on Harley Quinn and you know, who knows, we might see we might hear her again in later episodes of this show. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no no no. I, I agree. I agree with everything you said, man. Like this episode was a pretty wild ride. So uh, swag, what about you? What did you think of this episode,
3: man?
2: Oh yeah, I I loved it. Uh, and again it's <laughs> it's that thing where, cause like I even brought it up to you afterwards, like it was, it kept me guessing. And I think that's a, that definitely earned like a lot of points uh, for me. Cause normally like Marvel and like the MCU, like what they've been doing just hasn't been able to do that lately. Uh, I mean they have, but you know, it's just great that they, they managed to keep me like, Guessing like who who could it be? I mean yeah sure like you know we get the one big piece and it's like oh okay <laughs> I think yeah. we know who it is uh but yeah it it was great uh, I enjoyed it I I think like you know like yeah like this is exactly why or this is exactly what makes like these else worlds like alternate timeline stories really fun and interesting is just how different they can be but also like you know making having these different having these characters that we already know go through different things and kind of become a different person in yeah. the end it, that that's the stuff that I love
3: yeah
0: because I it's funny you mentioned that cuz like I would love to see and who knows if we will, but I, I would definitely love to see, uh, like, maybe revisit this timeline, this Earth, to see who Steve Rogers becomes, since there's no Tony Stark and there's no, you know, like, that version of the Avengers clearly doesn't exist here because they're all dead, <laughs> except for <laughs> Steve. But, like, obviously, like, Steve, they find Steve there at the end and, like, you know, uh, Captain Marvel is there as well. I liked that line of dialogue it was like oh, welcome back captain and you turn around. And there's Captain Marvel I thought that was pretty cool. So the idea that Captain America or Captain Marvel would be there at the same time to form a new team of Avengers. I would definitely love to come back and check in on that. Who knows if we will. But yeah, I love that sort of stuff, man. Like it's it's. This sort of the idea of the multiverse I love so much because you can take risks and you can change the story or the characters and tell a whole new story and that's what i love about this sort of stuff but yeah man i dug it cliff any other thoughts
1: uh no not really for this episode i i was genuinely happy with the whole thing i was definitely caught myself at the edge of the seat just every minute like something new happened new character like falling and i was like Oh no! Like I don't like this at all. <laughs> so yeah, but very hyped right towards the end, and then like you said, right, right there when the funny thing was, is I was, I wasn't, I was paying attention, and when I saw, uh, when I saw Nick wipe off the ice and was like, "Welcome back, Captain," I didn't even think about Cat Marvel, and it was so weird. Yeah. I was like,
3: "Oh
1: shit, Loki <laughs> about to get slammed again, like Hulk did." <laughs> <laughs>
0: right you're not right you're not wrong oh man yeah that's pretty cool uh swag any final thoughts any other thoughts
3: uh no
2: yeah like just enjoyed it i can't wait for the next episode
0: right on i agree uh cliff what would you rate this episode
1: uh, i'm gonna give this nine and three quarters right on swag what about
2: you uh you know what i'm gonna go nine and a half again
0: Right on. Um, yeah, I agree. Nine and a half. Great episode. Great episode. Like I said, best of both worlds in terms of the two, two, two preceding episodes. Yeah, I liked it. Nine nine Nine.5. Good time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for What If. Uh, Let us know what you thought of this week's episode if you're watching All right. Now, let's get into this week's episode of Titans Season 3, Episode 5. Episode 5. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, Once again, WAG is not caught up, so we're going to try our best to tiptoe around if potential spoilers, <laughs> spoil anything for him. Uh, Cliff, what do you think of this episode, man? Because I... I really, really enjoyed it. Like, this was really... Like I said to you before we were recording, this was like a really... uh... uh captivating characters buddy uh swag this might be a mild spoiler but this episode is a bi- it's a big flashback episode for jason jason ah, okay so it it get, you really dive into the psyche of jason Todd and where he was prior to the the premiere of season three and what choices and decisions being made that led to where he was in the the season three premiere. And we got a lot of really great interactions with Jason and um, Jonathan Cain, the squarethar. Like, uh, to me, that was probably the the most compelling part of this episode. Especially, you know, towards the end of the episode. You get to see Crane go like and again like I, I, I'm, I'm doing my best to separate the artists, the artists because you know we covered last week and what we know happened on set but to see um Vincent Carthauser sort of cut loose with Crane at the end of the episode like it makes me like please 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 go for Freddy Krueger later in the season <laughs> like I really want to see that I want to see uh, like pull on. I want to see him in the mask. Be a toxin. I want to see him like straight up, you know. I want to see that, and he he gets close enough without going full like, uh, you know. see like, there's no fear pop. He, he didn't pop, uh, douse anyone with it, but he gets kind of like you know, cut loose a little bit, and it's like I can see where you're going. And I want, to see that. <laughs> I want to see the big payoff. So, yeah, man, I, I really enjoyed this episode. Man. Thank you. Uh,
1: I'm gonna be honest, man. Like with this episode, uh, I don't got I don't have to really say. I'm not gonna really gonna say a whole lot because you kind of like pretty much touched on everything that, that needed to be said. I think for me, um, I just loved the episode because it was focused around Todd, and like just like you said, like where he like where he ended season two and where he began with season three and we got to see like the big dive back into what all the choices that he made and it and I was like genuinely starting to feel bad for Mm -hmm. for Jason. I was like yo like I really care about this character and then I remember what he did to Hawk and I was like yo no go fuck this guy. He has this coming (laughs) I say that as I'm wearing his shirt as you're wearing (laughs) shirt. <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's funny because again, I'm gonna try and not spoil anything here. But at the end of the episode, you realize. Okay, I can't say I can't say it because it too much of a spoiler. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. I'm being you,
2: deafened by Discord notifications, so you could probably. Do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the thing is, like you realize there's a certain aspect to the relationship between Jason Todd and Jonathan Crane that puts everything in a different perspective. Like that's, that's where I'm going to go. That's all I'm going to say about it. And it does make, it made me at least sort of like, Oh, huh. You know what I mean? Like I, I actually like thought about it for a second. I was like, okay, that's interesting. So yeah, no, I, this episode did a lot of really great things, a lot of really cool things. Also um our first reappearance of uh Donna Troy even though it was although I'm confused as to the nature in which we saw her you know was it a dream was it an illusion because we know Rachel is in Themyscira and we know that we know they're going to resurrect her somehow and so I'm curious if maybe Rachel was projecting something to Jason. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But it was nice to see her again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I I've got a lot of questions, and uh, I'm I'm really. I gotta see. What's, going on here. what's up,
1: Cliff? I'm just gonna keep shaking my head. No, it was it was a dream. Put there. Five minutes into the show, it was a dream. <laughs> like. i don't don't know Was but you know what
0: like i said i'm just gonna leave it at that and we'll see
1: go ahead hey let me let me without even giving anything away only one word really needs to be said in this whole thing really change the dynamic of why i felt the way i did for uh for jason and that word is son yeah
0: yeah no you're not wrong yeah (laughs) Totally, man. Like, that, that's the other thing I wanted to say. Uh, again, without, again, I'm trying not to spoil anything, but um, we, do get, we do get to see Ian Glenn as Bruce Wayne again. And it was so great to see him play Bruce a bit more compassionate and a bit more uh, understanding, you know, especially in regards to, to Jason and what he had been through. And it kind of makes the whole thing a bit more heartbreaking when, you know, there's there's a conversation between the two of them. And, and, you know, Jason basically just like, you know, don't give up on me. Don't give up on me. And so, yeah, that was that was this episode. Man. Like, again, like, Swag and I talked about it when we talked about the first three episodes that dropped, but like, Karen Walters, like that kid is super talented. Yeah. I hate to say that because he's such a good-looking dude, but like <laughs> talented, he really is. Like he, he he delivered another phenomenal performance in this episode, and good for you, man. Good for you. No, yeah, I'm with you, Cliff. Like I, I felt all those emotions as well. Man. It was yeah, it was it was a good episode. It was a really good episode. But uh, uh, was there anything else you wanted to to, to mention? Because again, I don't want to talk too much about the episode, but,
1: yeah. No, I pretty much, like, tried to, like, keep it (laughs) bare-bones, because I don't want to say anything until Swag watches it, (laughs) and then, like, (laughs) I'm gonna get hit with a text message that was like, bruh. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, so, I will tell you, though, ranking-wise, I'll give this a 10 out of 10.
0: Oh, yeah, for me, too. 10 out of 10, for sure. Yeah, this was a great episode. So, um, yeah. Again, don't want to talk about it too much, because Swag hasn't seen it, but... There it is, um, Titans, uh, season three, episode five, Lazarus. If you've seen it, let us know what you thought. And uh, okay, that's gonna do it for us this week, ladies and gentlemen. That's the news. That's TV time. Uh, let's start wrapping it up. Cliff, let everybody know where they can find you.
1: So you guys can find me on all your favorite social media platforms at the underscore Red Dog eighty five. Whether you want to go on TikTok. Hi, guys. Uh, Twitter, IG. You guys want to find me on uh, YouTube? It is uh, Red Dog USAF. And if you go to my link page, linktree.com forward slash the underscore red dog, you guys can find all the stuff I'm attached with right here with Nerds at Roundtable. Or you can even find me on the Three Count Podcast, or you can find me on Now Entering the Ring. Those are all the shows I'm associated with as far as podcasts go. Check me out, please.
0: Please right on you know what to do ladies and gentlemen go show him the love show him the support he deserves it uh swag let everyone know where they can find you
2: uh yeah you guys can find me on youtube mr swag tastic uh i did finally get around to having a full week of uploads so you guys have that to look forward to if you go over to the channel uh i got a whole lot of plans uh hopefully i can crank out a bunch of uploads again uh but yeah i mean aside from that if you guys are at all interested come over and hang out it's a good time
0: there it is go check them out ladies and gentlemen mr swagcast is on youtube always a good time like i said i am of course Antonio. you can find me on all social medias either at tron pilgrim at tron87 and for cliff tiktok audience go check me out at 87 um <laughs> if you're watching this show uh, watching us live on Cliff's TikTok. Hello, everybody over there. Uh watch watching us on YouTube. If you're, listening, if you're listening to us on Twitter.fm slash nerds. Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, everywhere podcasts are available. Don't forget to like Nerds of the Roundtable on Facebook, Facebook.com slash nerds of the roundtable. You can follow us on Twitter at Nerds underscore. That's going to do it for us. Today, ladies and gentlemen, join us next time. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Swag. Cue that out. Eject. <laughs> <laughs>